Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. Hey everybody, welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. Today we are in day 3 of James 3. We are wrapping up the third chapter of James. Now, when we started this week, we talked a lot about teachers. The beginning of this chapter, James addresses those who are teachers or who want to be teachers among Christians. And then he told the teachers how they should talk or how they should not talk because they would be judged accordingly. Well, in this section of the chapter, he talks about how teachers should live, how we all should live. And he's addressing the person who is wise and understanding. And the Greek word sophos for wise was the technical term among the Jews as to how they would describe a teacher or a a scribe or even a rabbi. And it appears that James is speaking primarily to those people. But I would argue that we all teach in some capacity, whether we're mentors or parents or actually teachers or preachers. And so this word really applies to all of us. Now, we need to know that wisdom is not mere head knowledge, right? Real wisdom and understanding will show in our lives by our good conduct. And that's what James is talking about. So in verse 13, James says, if you are wise, sophos, and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. Now, last week, we talked a lot about good works. Good works are good. They are good works. They do not affect your salvation, but they are good and they keep you right with God. And so James is saying those works are really important and you are to use your wisdom and your understanding of people to do this, these good works meekly and gently. And then he goes on to say, verse 14, but if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. Do you know anybody like that? Someone who always has to one up your story. You tell them a story and they've got one that's better and it always involves them and it may or may not be completely true. Well, James is saying, don't do this. Don't pride yourself on being so amazing. Um, Particularly if you are someone with any kind of a faith because religious people can be extremely provoking and they can defeat their own ends by their overbearing methods. If if I try to come off as, you know, I am so wise and so pious and you are all benefiting from my vast knowledge, well, that is ridiculous. And you're, first of all, it's a lie. I am boasting and no one's going to want to listen to me. And yet at the same time, we are not to be bitterly jealous Um, I was speaking with my mother-in-law this weekend. I hope it's okay that I'm sharing this story, but she has a very sweet friend who I know fairly well. And this friend just doesn't ever seem to get jealous. She's genuinely happy for other people. She genuinely has love in her heart when good things happen to other people. And so I think that's something that we emulate. And as humans, that is not always our default mode. If somebody has something great 
we probably want it. And that stirs up a lot of the bitter jealousy in us. So that's something that as human creatures, we need to avoid. So James goes on to say, for jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. Well, let's take that apart for a second. If they're earthly, that means we have on our blinders. We have only this life in our viewfinder. We're not thinking ahead to eternity. When he says it's unspiritual, it almost is um, akin to the word sensual, but not like in a good kind of sensual. This is like an object of gratification, like something that we are obsessed with. And then if something is demonic, obviously it's inspired by demons and their influence on us. That is something we just don't ever want. We don't want that. We want the opposite of that. Verse 16, for wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. James is not condoning any kind of jealousy, any kind of rivalry, any kind of unkindness, because we are comparing ourselves to others. But James does say, the wisdom from above is first of all, pure um, this this reference is not to any kind of sexual purity. James, James talks about that in another place, but this is not it. This is the absence of any sinful attitude. It's a pure attitude. Really hard to have. He also says to be peaceable or peace-loving, gentle at all times and willing to yield to others. This wisdom is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. Now, I heard a comparison recently. The difference between grace and mercy is if you're a robber and you come into my house to to steal my money, me showing you grace would be me not calling the cops. I am showing you grace by not turning you in. Mercy would be I would not only not call the cops, but I would give you $10,000. Now, don't come rob my house. I don't have $10,000 to give you. But that would be the difference. And he is calling us, James is calling us to have the wisdom that is full of mercy, to not judge others strictly on the basis of the law, but extend a generous hand of mercy. Isn't that something that we all want? And then he says, this wisdom is full of good fruits or good works. It's without partiality. We talked about this before. You are not to to judge or to choose or discriminate or have prejudice against. This wisdom is without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace. Isn't that really what we all want is just to have some peace. So it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to ask of ourselves and of others, but as we are on this continuum of trying to look and act more like Jesus, these are some really, really good things to follow and to think about. Next week, when we start chapter four, James talks to us, the listener, the reader, about drawing closer to God, something I bet that we are all interested in having in our lives. Have an amazing weekend. See you right back here next Tuesday. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage. Then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five and you can connect with me there.